Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of How to Live the Podcast. We have a really, really exciting announcement for you this week. What's the announcement, Steph? Well, Jess, since you asked, our announcement is that we are going to be doing Million Pause Walk this May 19. And we are inviting you to join us. Basically, we all get together. We do a really fun walk around Albert Park Lake. We bring our dogs and we're fundraising money for the RSPCA to help raise much needed funds to help care for the 250,000 animals who come through their doors each year. So we would love you to join us. We will put the link in the show notes. You just have to go to millionpawswalk.com.au, sign up and then join the team How to Live and Tubes. So today you're going to be hearing an interview that we did with Elise Tran. Elise left life as a lawyer and co-founded The Daily Edited, the personal accessories brand that turns over more than $30 million per year. And when we sat down with Elise in her office in Sydney, we really didn't know what to expect. We'd never met her before. We had heard her being interviewed on a couple of other podcasts, but it was more startup business focused. And right off the bat, Elise was super open and honest with us about the struggles she'd faced in growing her startup turned mammoth business. And when we ended the interview, we literally felt like we'd known her for years. We had a really interesting chat to Elise about what it truly means to be successful and a little hint for you, it's something any of us could have right now. We also chatted about what drives her and about how her and Jess are fighting over the same guy. Awkward. (laughs) Enjoy this one and stick around to the end to hear who's coming up next. So we've just walked into your gorgeous office on a, is it a Monday? It's a Monday. Yes. It's a Monday today. What a great way to be spending a Monday, right? I know. I was looking forward to this. I'm like, this makes sense. I'm not very busy anymore. So really I had to hang out into the, in the office until three to wake You're you not very busy? No. Run us through a day in the life of Elise. It's like a real misconception around stuff, <laughs> around who I am. Everyone's like, oh, you're too busy. And I'm like, no. That text like, me. Give me something to do. Yeah, text me. And I'm like, before I leave, I'm like, hey guys, does anyone need a hand with anything or should I just leave? So why is that? Were you like super, I mean, I know you so, were super busy before. Yeah. So a real turning point. I just realized that the more work I do, the less work my team have to do. And then it's harder to give them pay rises and progression if I'm doing everything. Fair. Mm. But fair. there'll probably be another point where I'm busy again, but like for the next six months, I don't feel very busy. So, I think it's just such a big difference. Like I'm probably still busy compared to like the average person. Yeah. You're used but to for, like a higher level yeah, of busy. But for me, I'm like, oh, this is so chill. I so guess, are you, you don't sound that happy about it either. It's weird. It's like weird to let go of like things. Totally. Yeah, of control. But like I have to get used to it. Also, I'm vaguely like not as peppy as I usually am because I was dumped two weeks ago. Oh, no. I know. And I was traveling to Melbourne a lot and I loved it because I had like a Melbourne life and a Sydney life. Mm -hmm. But we parted ways. So was it like a long term thing? Yes. I have known this person for like 12 years. Oh, that's tough. I know. So it's real weird and do you find like when you're coming into the office like you're just not able to be like as encouraging as ever well, I have to or... I mean it's actually been because he's been like so my ex-boyfriend now which is also really weird to say that's he's weird. sort of seen 
like the growth of the business and actually everyone in my team knows him Ah. so actually and you know everyone's always like when are you going to melbourne next and even like telling my warehouse manager she kept kept on saying oh so like when are you going to melbourne aka like leave the office we don't want you here anymore and i was like that's not happening anymore (laughs) i was just um, it's hard like once you've been with someone for so long actually it's like weird because it's like an adult relationship it's like when you're 23 24 and you break up with someone it's like whatever Totally. No one cares. Yeah, it's like there's, a bit of a divorce. Like there's you- too much investment here and I'm feeling this is really weird. Anyway, yeah. so that may be, I am pretty happy, but it's just like. Fair enough. Mm. Well, what about a pet? Do you have I don't know, because I travel quite a bit and like. It's hard. Yeah. I live with my little sister. Well, my little sister lives with me, mm-hmm. should I say. She desperately wants a pet, but she travels a lot too. She's, uh, um, she's the fashion director at Harper's Bazaar and Elle. Oh, okay, always cool. traveling. So I'm like how would we do this yeah well can i tell you i got a cat recently Mm. and that is very low yes we once babysat a cat called wesley snipes it was super cute and i was like i'm really into this and yes it is very low maintenance it's super low maintenance i love the way cats always have really weird names like that name yeah wesley snipes exactly do you not know who that is because you're too young I don't know who that he's, is. He's um, uh, like, don't worry, I know who. Yeah, you know who that is. is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't worry. Who yeah. is it? I got you. Can you fill our younger listeners in? <laughs> um, a an American actor who was in a lot of action films. You would definitely oh, okay. know him if you mm. saw his face. You just don't know him by name. Okay, mm. cool. My cat's name is Snow White. Cute. When I got her, her name was Isabel. Um, but I was just like, this just won't do. She's not an Isabel though. So <laughs> she's not. Isabel's more like French and stuck up. Yeah. Snow White's like a princess of the people. Agreed. I like it. So Snow White is a vibe. Okay. So you live mm. with your sister. How's yes. that? It's the best, obviously. She is very cute and chic. Her Instagram is at Caro Tran for listeners. Amazing. Um, everyone always is like, check her out. I love her so much. I'm like, I know, so do I. I've actually she, seen you guys together on Instagram. You look really similar. I'm seven years older than her though. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. Props so she's just you. really cool and chic and she's letting me into her life a bit more. Like I get to go out with her and her friends, her cool friends and stuff more. So it's really nice. That's awesome. Um, and she obviously dresses really well. So every morning I'm like, you look so chic. And I want to take photos of <laughs> her and it's really fun um and she's a really good cook and she likes to commentate like her cooking she's like oh, i've got four burners on the go and i'm like okay cool calm <laughs> down she's like food's ready on the pass bring it up to the dining room <laughs> like it's all very intense on so a she's Sunday a night. budding master chef yeah basically everyone jokes that we should go on mkr but i'm like that would be like a career limiting move for you right now or and for, for you. us yeah, yeah. <laughs> for us <laughs> um but yeah no it's really enjoyable um i i think a lot of people find that strange but we get along really well i mean i'm sure you guys vibe that yeah we don't find it strange at all yeah and you guys obviously both work in fashion did you kind of help her get her foot in the door with no probably the other way around do you remember i was a lawyer so i was the loser lawyer older sister and she always like she started her career in mags and still is in mags so if anything she was doing me a solid and throwing me a credit here and there yeah and introducing me to the right influences yeah 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 hey sis can you like yeah can you like put this on and she was around here today she's like i need some cheap bags for my shoot Harper's Bazaar I was like okay cool go for your life <laughs> yes that's Sheep, amazing yeah thanks attainable Caroline yeah, attainable they just like keep us grounded you yeah know? totally they're always there that's why they're good to work with as well exactly well, and we also have I don't know if you know this I'm five years older than Jess so mm. we kind of have a similar exactly. dynamic where mm-hmm. it kind of just where works. you had to explain the Wesley Snipes thing exactly. yeah because you're not competitive because you're so much older you're just exactly. like whatever that's yeah. what we tell people like mm. often they think we're twins and they're like wow it's so amazing and we're like I feel like if we were twins we would not 
not be friends because like it's too competitive yeah. where I was like it's you a, might go for the same guy yeah, yeah or like the same age. share oh, yeah, a that birthday like yeah, that's exactly. not fun no. for anybody I'm like so much older than my sister that everything she does I think is super cute yeah I'm like, okay. oh my god you're so cute that's so nice so yeah. did you guys grow up together in Adelaide Yes, but she, like, I was always so much older, right? So uh, by the time she started high school, I was already at uni. Yeah. And so there wasn't a lot of overlap. Um, and then she actually, we both actually moved to Sydney at the same time. She started at uni, so she went to uni here, and I actually graduated from law school and came here. So it was actually very funny because she got her, like, she went to St Andrews, which is like a residential college, and she got her pack, and then I got my pack from the law firm. I'm like, we're going. See my ya. poor mum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you are you just the two of you? Yeah. Yeah, okay, your poor mum. Yeah, my mum has massive FOMO. Just like, we'll put her on speaker, and she's really jealous of my sister's boyfriend. She's like, oh, you're so lucky, James. You get to be there with the girls all the time. <laughs> this sounds so similar to our family dynamic. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's very cute. So we, I was just going to say we often take our mum on holidays. Like, it's me, Jess, our boyfriends, and our mum. Mm, like, we're a, we're a crew. Because she has FOMO. Because she'd be like, oh, my God, those boys don't deserve well, to just well, hang out I with th- you. To be completely honest in this room of just the three of us mm, and no everyone one's ever else, this. Um, we like her the best. So <laughs> out like, of whom? Out of out the boyfriends? Of the yes. Yeah, oh, like yeah. we we love we're like best. You know, it's kind of like the three of us. We're yeah. not a really a twosome. We're a threesome. We're super super close with our mum. She is the kind of person that everybody will go to us. Oh, I met your mum. She's so sweet. Yeah. Like she's just the sweetest. She's like sunshine to nice. be around. So we are so lucky and we kind of somehow ploy our boyfriends into being like yeah 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 end of your holidays you know you can come but really mm-hmm. it's our holiday with our mom yeah yeah cool i'm into that yeah so sorry to hear you went through a breakup recently it sucks i know should i read some zoe foster blade books maybe Probably. maybe we should crack oh. it out yeah good yeah. one yeah but what are you kind of finding that does drive you like you know was a relationship a really big part of your life for you or are there other things that kind of drive you to get out of the bed out of bed in the morning and start your day yes this is really interesting um I think a lot of people look at women like me who are like successful I'm doing quotation marks you are doing Mm -hmm. air quotes and we want to get to why later but we'll come back to that um and Yes, work is exciting and I have the best job I've ever had in my life, right? I get to like think of bags and think about ways to communicate them to our customers and sell them. And luckily I do sell them. Like I'm super grateful for that. But I think what drives me is like building a life for myself. So part of this business really, you know, came about because I wasn't enjoying being a lawyer and neither was Tanya. I don't think we were like you know so excited about being partners at a law firm and you know we created something so that we could escape that and then that you know and that became a platform for us you know an entity that employs us you know enables us to travel do all these amazing things um so it was more you know it was a lifestyle decision so for me like I've never really wanted to say like make TDE too big that it's so so much work like I think it's now at this great stage where I've got this team that can help me and I don't actually have to work that much because I'm ready just to like live life Mm -hmm. and do other things as well um so if anything it is just like building a beautiful life and I think work is just a you know a stream of that I love that I love to hear that like you know we we all kind of like strive to work so hard because that's what everyone tells you that you're supposed to be doing and it's like kind of refreshing and I guess comforting that I know you have worked so hard to build this thing up but now you're kind of ready to like enjoy a little bit and like take the back seat and kind of watch it grow in like 
a nice way and not like an aggressive way I guess yeah I mean I think yeah I mean like it's so hard because you're like oh my god we can either keep like pushing really hard and you know doing what people might expect or what people might want to write about like further expansion blah 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 but like at the end of the day you have to do what's right for you um and you know maybe I'll turn a corner in another like six to 12 months but at the moment this is how (laughs) this is how I'm feeling um and yeah I definitely think if you talk to your parents it's all about lifestyle and creating a lifestyle so we're very lucky to sort of do that Mm -hmm. yeah for sure so you kind of mentioned you've achieved this success in (laughs) air quotes air quotes we've actually heard you talk about that a couple of times Mm. um you know we were doing a little bit of background research reading some articles and you've kind of you've said like I don't feel like I'm successful I don't feel like I've made it oh no I don't feel like that either and why why is that kind of so no because I just think there's a lot more out there like once you get to a certain stage you're like and you look up you're like Jesus there's a lot of a long way to go till you can call yourself successful mm-hmm. it's a long way to go into your mark zuckerberg or mike cannon brooks or someone like really epic and so like i don't consider myself to be successful at all i consider myself to yeah have been fortunate enough to do something like i like as i said build a relatively nice lifestyle around it and whether i can get whether i become successful or not like is in my destiny like is in my like is my choice I don't know whether or not I'm gonna do that but I'm definitely not that at well, the yeah. moment it's I, so funny because it's like I, I reckon every single person listening to this podcast right now is going Elise Tran is like one of the most successful people that I can think of particularly in Australia like probably one of the most successful business people <laughs> and it's quite humbling on the one hand you know like you're very humble and that's amazing but it's also really like I feel like a lesson for people to hear yeah. like just kind of be grateful for what you do have because all these people that are thinking oh if I could just be like Elise and build you know that mm-hmm. kind of a business then I'll be happy and then I'll feel successful but then when you kind of get to your level you compare you now you're comparing yourself to a kind of Mark Zuckerberg so I think that's really interesting yeah I mean I guess and I don't want to be like too I always try to emphasize to people in my team not to compare yourself too much but definitely, and not, and don't get caught up with labels and stuff. And that's why I'm not into things like girl boss or success or these other things. And not to take away from anyone else's achievements, but it's how I feel about, you know, the labeling at large. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. we like to kind of think of comparing as like rather than comparing yourself to mm. someone else, it's like comparing yourself to like a year ago yeah. or three years ago. Like to that's yourself. a good way of looking if at it. Elise at eighteen was sitting here and like could see everything that you had built up, like she'd be like, "Holy shit! Like I am the best thing <laughs> ever." You know, so, and like I think, yeah, like Steph said, it on one hand it's humbling, but then at the same time you've got to kind of like you know give yourself a pat on the back at some point. I do buy like, myself nice things though. So exactly, yeah. you deserve it. Yeah, that's fine. Perfect. That's exactly the kind of thing we're talking about. <laughs> so I think everyone kind of, you know, sees this highlight reel, but it's so interesting because like already we've heard so much from you about, you know, you, you don't feel like you're successful. You don't feel like you're not just like living this high life that I think everybody thinks that oh, you're God, living. No, it's not a high life. What? If I had a hard life, I'd be able to post on Instagram more. <laughs> I think everyone feels that. And this is this, we were just I chatting know. about this. I yeah. Know. Like, I think that's the problem with Instagram is that everybody's like comparing their lives to somebody <laughs> to else's be. highlight reel and feeling really shit about themselves. But uh, not really. Like, like, I think people who kind of 
I think if you think that the life is glamorous, then you would you would think that I would have enough content to sort of put out there every day. But my life is quite ordinary. You know, I come into the office, I do what I need to do. I go into a store. I might travel a bit to go to our other stores and see other team members elsewhere. You know, I go to other markets to look at what people are doing in the retail scene. Like, I mean, look, yeah, it's not it's not awful, but it's not. I don't know, an Instagram life. <laughs> yeah. It sounds yeah, pretty I fun. Don't, I don't think anything is an Instagram yeah. life though. That's the thing. Like we had an Instagram life. We mm-hmm. can tell you honestly, it doesn't exist. <laughs> well, that's the thing that like an Instagram life is like you're on this amazing holiday in this amazing setting and you're spending three hours I at know. a time what putting you said together really a photo. resonated with me. Yeah. Like, it really did. Uh, like, you know how you said you guys had like ruined family holidays and stuff. I kid you not. Like... One time I got to a hotel room and I said to my sister, just give me 15 minutes to Instagram everything while it's in pristine condition. And she sat there and she said, it's been two hours. Oh my And I felt like in my mind it had been half an hour tops. Oh my God, totally. That's crazy. And like that really resonated with me when you guys said that. And like tomorrow, no, on Wednesday, I'm going up to Brisbane to go to that Kalal hotel that everyone's been staying at. Oh yeah. But I'm so happy because Jasmine Dowling has already been there for me and done all the Instagrams. Perfect. So I can just for the first time ever go to a really like Instagram-y hotel, like a really, you know, aesthetically pleasing hotel and actually just look at it. That's oh, amazing. This is because I'm not going amazing. to be able to do a better job than her. Like she did a really good job for us, and I've already. Did, oh, she took the day edited product. Yeah, we sent Great. her a heap of stuff, and I didn't know when I was going to go, so I was like, oh, I really want to get this while it's still hot. That and she lives so up there, good. so I'm like, oh my god. Oh, it's amazing. Because everything I do, like, I've already got it. I've got all the content. Yeah, yeah, totally. One time we went to Hawaii with our with our awesome five sim mm-hmm. and um the big five as the what's the big okay. five <laughs> um and we just like decided that we wanted to do like a frozen kind of like steph and i like singing a frozen song like in all these different areas oh, like around hawaii it was stupidest idea we've ever had in our lives honestly it was the biggest waste of time so every day we would make my boyfriend follow us around with the video camera like changing outfits and like putting different tubes on and all this stuff for like this video that ended up just like it did nothing and there was just like we we ended up having to take it off YouTube because it violated the song. The frozen. Yeah. Oh, it really? violated copyright. So, oh, God. Yeah. So in that kind of wavelength of like, I guess, sacrificing like epic experiences for what we do, um, is there anything that you kind of feel like you missed out on because you like put so much energy and time and yourself into building up this thing? I've become a horrible friend. I used to be that friend that remembered everyone's birthdays and wrote people cards and gave people very meaningful gifts. Oh, mm-hmm. she's great. And I want to be friends with her. Yeah. You just gave us the most meaningful gift oh, ever. Oh, look, someone else did that. For, I literally <laughs> went down to Julia, who sits and I'm like, oh, I've got two girls coming in today. Can you please do this today? Buy three. <laughs> just I claim it. I did not do it. it. I did not. Um, and I used to do a lot of thoughtful things for people. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people, one of the attributes that people used to describe me would be thoughtful. And I don't think that's the case anymore. Like they might use other words now like dynamic and interesting. And maybe I wasn't that four Mm -hmm. years ago, even though I think I'm the same person. But I do think it's sad that, you know, now hopefully over the next few months where I'm not too busy that I can sort of start 
doing this like a lot of my friends have had children and stuff so I really want to kind of like think of interesting cute little gifts to give them other than like onesies from Country Road you know no offense to Country Road. Or the daily edited swag. Yeah exactly (laughs) TDE so I never give anyone anything from TDE that was like a very like I could do that for the first year and then after that that was out. Yeah. Um, So I really want to be involved in my friends lives now more. Mm -hmm. That is a sacrifice isn't it? Mm. Like it's it's a hard one because you can't kind of be everything to everyone and you needed to be like, you know, everything to this business in order to get it to Well, yeah, then it sort of like you come down and you're like, well, at the while during the big sort of growth phase of this business, it was really my sister, my ex-boyfriend now, <laughs> a couple of friends, like five, I had five people that I would like really kind of share everything with and do a lot of things with. Um, whereas my friendship circle was always a lot larger than that. So yeah, I'm very, um, luckily all those friends have been very forgiving, obviously no one's held anything against me. They can all be won over with some swag. So that's cool. So, you know, I can get back on that track. Good to know it's there if you need it. Yeah. 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 We have been known to give free shoes instead of like doing a really thoughtful thing as well. It's hard. (laughs) Like, it's just like you have so much going on and there's your stuff that you can just give to them. (laughs) I think for us as well, like, you know, having this business and kind of it ties you to a place. So for us, like we love to travel, Mm. but having the business kind of anchors us in Melbourne a little bit. And we do feel like, you know, we see friends like moving overseas and the fact that you can kind of just be like, oh, I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to go work in New York for a while. You can do that. I don't know why you're talking about that. Your stuff is in 3PL and all this stuff came in a suitcase. So you can definitely travel. Well, Well, yeah, it's more of like the team now that's really like tying us to Melbourne. Like we feel like we need to show up for them every day and like be involved. You'll be surprised though. Yeah, well, I guess like we feel like, and maybe this is our personal thing as well, but like we want to show them that like we're as in it as they Mm -hmm. are and like, you know, we work as hard and we are super invested. Mm, I get that. That can also be communicated via video chat. So if you did want to go somewhere, I don't think anyone would ever hold that against you. Anyway, speak to your team about it, see how they feel. Yeah, for (laughs) sure. I think once we build it up a little bit more, like right now we've got three full-timers and the two of us and the five of us are really close that's huge is it is it five tiny yeah our little five of us yeah just like a little clan that's cool that's that's great how big is your team now oh it's big um we probably have about 160 people be pro like processed through payroll every week right because we've got casuals and stuff but of full-time stuff we got about 40 oh okay yeah that's yeah that's massive so, so is that something that you feel like you're ready to, you, like, how do you feel about now being surrounded by people? Yes, I know. It's very hard. Um, it is this thing where you have to be everything to everyone and people can misconstrue what you say. You might make a comment to someone in your team that is taken completely, you know, out of context and it sounds bad. Um, you know, like I have to be quite censored. When it's a team of five people, you can say whatever you want to say right um and as your team grows like you know everyone comes to work with everyone in your team is like different and they have a different background and they have different experience and so like I've found that I've obviously had to take that into account and I totally respect that but then I have to actually pull back a little bit yeah Mm. well it's an interesting thing as an entrepreneur because it's kind of like you start out just creating beautiful things that you love and then suddenly you're the head of this huge company and those are two completely different roles. Yes, that's what I find difficult because I never said 
set out to be a CEO, like I obviously can do it. This is the thing. I'm very qualified for this, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I used to be a lawyer. I can read like find like accounts I can do excel models like I can do all of this stuff Mm -hmm. and then I can do all the creative stuff as well so in theory I'm the right person for this but I am finding the people element and I never really got it when people used to people further along their journey used to say to me the hardest thing is team I used to be like whatever Mm. I love all my girls not to say that I don't love them all now but it's like it's the easiest thing you know I've got a millennial group of people who are all my age and you know, it really, now I'm like seeing. Yeah, yeah now you get it. I understand what they're saying now. Well, and it's like you become a people manager, I mm. guess, like, and that's your number I don't, one I never thing. really appreciated the gravity of it. And for some people listening, they might be like, sub story. I totally get it. You know, like, of course, I've got this great team doing all of this stuff for me. So, And I well, think yeah. you, you are obviously grateful for it. But I think what I'm hearing is that, of course, you can do it. Of course, you can just do this role. But it almost sounds like there's a disconnect between being able to do it and what you're passionate about. Uh, yeah, and I think, you know, maybe speak to me again in another or listen to a podcast in another <laughs> six to 12 months. Maybe I will. We'll come back. We'll have yeah, another chat. Maybe I will have like overcome this in the same way that I just overcame the whole, oh God, I've got to give work to people because otherwise they can't progress. And so I've sort of now I'm managing their work a bit more, whereas I used to just physically just do it myself. And so maybe once I get, I cross that bridge. Um, and I'm further along that journey that I'll feel better about it. But right now it's all like, oh my God, people are doing things. I have to follow them up and then, you know, I might make a comment about someone's work and then oh, it's all hell breaks yeah. loose kind of thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So then talking about like success mm. for you, like, you know, what 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 would be, what do you define as success? And like, how do you see yourself being successful? Like, is it that like in 10 years time, you're just going to be like somewhere on a beach, like <laughs> sipping cocktails and like with a dog? Because you know, oh yeah, or cat as maybe cat just after this conversation. (laughs) Yeah, Um, I just think it'll be when I'm very comfortable with myself and what I'm doing, and that when everything sort of comes a bit more naturally. I think, um, you know, when I was a lawyer, I found the work very difficult, and I was very uncomfortable and stressed, you know, by Mm -hmm. the whole situation. Now I'm like less stressed by the situation not that comfortable with everything but I think you know if you're I meet someone like so for example the guy who owns this building that we're in just real like cool man who um does office fit outs and he moved out of here into a bigger office and he's just like my definition like he's like cool you know like he's so relaxed with his work and all the build outs that he's doing he builds huge things I'm like yeah you know you got this it's good yeah well again I feel like it's just coming back to that passion like if you're doing something that you love that's kind of when you found success. I feel like, is that what we're all thinking here? Yeah, well, I get, yes. And just being able to do only that. So one of the concepts that I had for myself this year, because a lot of people were like, well, what are your internal goals? Because a lot of people always ask me about what are the goals with the TDE business? And sure. But actually what I realized was I really only want to make stuff. And so what I'm thinking about working towards is like, setting up my office of Elise Tran, you know, it won't be called that, be called something a bit more chic. That's and, pretty chic. Uh, and I own like part of the Daily Edited because I've got a co-founder. I own part of In the Roundhouse, which is my new homewares brand. I've also got a co-founder and I'm going to launch a skincare line with a guy down in Melbourne called James Vivian. Okay. Yeah, who's lovely. So, you know, and then I would like to just then do the creative strategy stuff around that rather than be the CEO of three businesses. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so that's so kind you of do what... actually have it fully planned out. Kind of. Not... <laughs> yeah, see how we go. 
So, you, really but is. you have, you've already like, you're on your way there. You've already launched in the roundhouse. Mm-hmm. So can you tell us a bit about that? Because I actually stumbled across it. What was I doing last week? Oh, I was looking for a graphic designer for us to actually do a collaboration with on tubes yeah. and your plates came up yeah. and I was like, wow, who's the graphic designer that did those plates? Yeah. It was like this blue oh, yeah, and yeah. white pattern yeah. that I really liked. And then I like clicked through and it just so happened that we were meeting with you this week. I was like, well, that's <laughs> oh, cool. meant to you, be. We, we'd have a chat about that. Yeah, thing. exactly. Cool. We should look, we, that would be cool. Let's talk about that. Um, so In the Roundhouse came about because, so one of my friends had the idea, school friend, and she wanted me to do this homewares business with her and others. Crazy. Like, I don't have time because this was six months ago before I turned this corner of I delegate work now. Um, and and then she kept on asking me about it and I was like, oh, fine, I'll do it, but I won't do anything. Like I'll just do some creative stuff. And, you know, when you're doing things wrong, I'll tell you you're doing it wrong. You know. Um, and in the end, I've really, she's gone pregnant and had a baby. Great. And now I'm just doing all this stuff, but I love it. I love it. I love thinking about like patterns to put on plates and, you know, iterating them and, drawing things out and painting and stuff again like weird people were like since when oh, so do you, know how you to... were the, the graphic yeah. designer that i was uh, admiring Thea downstairs manipulated some of them okay. you know like they came out of your brain and then she cleaned no it but one of one of the sets the summer collection the swirly one i painted that okay wow um so yeah and people are like oh you I didn't know that you could do that and I'm like yeah because you're seeing me as this TDE thing you know I'm, yeah. a, lot, I'm a lot of other things as well yeah well um, it's funny we do all get put in these boxes like we like to think that we're a lot of other things too but like we're just the how to live girls or people even yeah, refer to us as how to live as if it's our name yeah. like they probably refer uh, yes. to you sometimes yes yeah, the TDE girl yeah exactly um, so yeah, it was really nice to come up with something that is not like necessarily trend focused, is like a totally different product, um, very small. Um, I don't think it'll like blow, set the world on fire like TDE has, but you it never doesn't, know. doesn't matter. Um, so yeah, it's just super enjoyable. Do you, I feel like you're the kind of person that like you can't half ass something. Like if I, does your friend secretly know that? Like when she gave it to you and was like, yeah, cool. Just I have, I've given her like very like clear expectations i was like i do not think this will be more than a five million dollar business niche market like i've really like dampened her expectations but of course whatever happens happens and then i'm like oh maybe i should put them on amazon us and and my ops manager is like oh here we go again (laughs) it just sounds like you're a serial entrepreneur like classic case what really drives you is like creating something new and getting it off the ground i just like making stuff yeah yeah it's not necessarily like like tech or anything cool like entrepreneurial it's just actually very old school making physical things which is kind of what an entrepreneur is like it's not a tech entrepreneur i know but like there's like you know it's not like newfangled ideas sorry i didn't like articulate that well sometimes i think of um you know entrepreneurs as people who can actually solve problems like i'm not solving a problem with these plates okay like we could define it as a problem oh the problem is that people do not have enough colored homewares well that's a big problem in the world (laughs) but you know like it's not to me this you know breaking ground on something super innovative but it's cool and i like it so whatever well and i think the best things come from passion as well so like if it's stemmed from something that you really enjoy then that comes through and makes me click on your plates as opposed to some other thing Mm -hmm. that i had seen on the internet cool and i'm really glad that this has come up so let's talk about that after yes (laughs) definitely be talking about it so i mean for us we love to kind of give back Mm -hmm. in everything that we do and like you said you know like a lot of the times we're just like making pretty things Mm. and we're like 
you know, is this contributing to the world? Um, and so we actually, our shoes are vegan. Um, oh, cool. And yeah, we have like quite a big vegan following with them and we're just both animal lovers. So when right. it came to making shoes, we were like, it just kind of is natural that yes. we would do things that are animal friendly. And mm. we noticed that the Daily Edited recently came out with a vegan capsule collection, mm. which we were very, very excited <laughs> about. So just wondering, like, was that something that customers were driving or is that something that you guys um, saw an opportunity yeah, for? Bit of both. They're definitely people who, you know, if they asked customers who would straight out go, is this leather and actually put it down if it wasn't. And so you're like, well, I'm losing a customer. Um, and I definitely felt like they're in the accessories market, I'm sure, as you found, like a lot of products branded vegan are very of a certain, certain aesthetic. I think that's sort of changing in the last sort of period of time. Definitely. Um, but yeah, I'd, I, it's not, it wasn't hard for us to sidestep into that. And we're just really creating things in our, a leather line in a like it's a um like a pu so no it's a super fiber with a bit of pineapple fiber and stuff through it but it's not 100 percent. it's not sustainable which is why i don't like put it out there as it's just vegan so it's not no animal i think we'll work like i definitely want to work towards making it more environmental but totally. yeah, to be okay. honest so i'm not there yet it could just be like under the brand of like eco-friendly or yeah. whatever like we love the world um and it's actually funny that you just said that this is a complete side note but my friends were also talking about how um i don't know if you guys saw but magnum and drumstick came yes. out with vegan yes magnums and drumsticks yes and is that, um, are they both streets are they both the same company i think so yeah. yeah like they did it together and like everyone was like riding on it these aren't vegan they're so unhealthy and like vegan doesn't mean healthy yeah exactly well and i think that that's also the misconception that vegan vegan doesn't necessarily mean that it's like Mm. eco-friendly or whatever and you have to be very careful with your wording and stuff it just means basically animal free yeah definitely and i was actually one of the people that went into your store and i said oh i wanted to get a phone cover do you have any that are animal friendly and they said no and then i was so excited when you brought yours out great so good it's very interesting because i'd like we've only been you know, in your first few years of business, you're obviously only worrying about yourself, to be honest. And then at a certain stage, you're then like, oh, yes, it is time <laughs> that, um, you know, we do have different initiatives and think about other people other than ourselves. So we're definitely yeah, at that stage. Totally. Yeah, well, it is hard. Like even for us, like when we first set out to create our shoe label, we didn't want to like, you know, there's so much about China that's like, uh, no, don't mm. manufacture in China. It's so bad for the world, whatever. And so we were kind of like, okay, let's go to downtown LA. We heard a lot of people were manufacturing mm. there. And then when we got there, they were like, oh, well, if you um, make your shoes here, you'll probably need to retail them for like 400 US or yep. whatever it might be. And like, you know, something that's really important to us is inclusivity and that we're not kind of like making this really exclusive product that not a lot of people have mm-hmm. access to because who has $400 to spend on shoes? Not mm-hmm. that many people. So it's kind of like, I guess you have to pick your battles and like talk about like what's really important to you. And in that case, we did end up saying, okay, no, we really want to produce a product that's like, 80 to 150 dollars yeah. china needs to be the place yes that we go. and china's a really great place to manufacture compared to some other oh yeah other we're, places we're, go- we're going to china in a couple of weeks yeah. we love it there yeah yeah it's now fine. that now that we know about it like we even say to our like 
our customers like you know like the shoes are actually technically handmade like you mm. know when people think of like china i feel like it's like a factory where like nothing gets it's touched a very and big it's stereotype like big machines yeah, yeah and like when we go there it's just like a bunch of people who have a great deal of shoe knowledge creating exactly. shoes like yes they've been making shoes oh, shoes for a long time oh, yeah they're good at it. it yeah totally yeah. and it's just not at all what people think it is totally. we personally go there we personally oversee it as i'm yeah. you know sure you guys do as well mm-hmm. and it's just like it's funny that people have this conception of it. Mm, totally. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's really interesting to us that you're you're now kind of looking at um, a couple of side hustles because I feel like everybody has a side hustle these <laughs> yeah. days. And, um, you know, I think it's actually really interesting to hear that you don't, you're not looking for the next daily edited because we definitely came in here thinking that oh, that is what you were going to say no. because i mean we just saw oh, this no. amazing feed and we were like oh elise she's done it again this is going to be the next daily editor maybe you know? but like if that happens it happens like i'm not going to stop the sales come from, from coming through i always want to please a customer right? yeah i'm well, grateful that someone would choose your product over someone else totally but are there certain things that kind of happen with the daily editor that you feel like you would look to replicate if you wanted to kind of have that success again? I just think, you know, on reflection, I think right time, right place, right product. Timing being like, you know, before a lot of people and as this personalization trend was picking up and look, I didn't look into it that it was just something I've always liked personalization. Everyone's like, how did you pick out that trend? And I'm like, no, I seriously always liked it. Like I got to personalize Louis Vuitton Speedy for my 16th birthday from my gay uncle, right? (laughs) So that was when that whole thing started. And then time, like place being social media. So very lucky that we sort of started kind of on the same time as you guys. Yeah. You know, whereas, you know, a lot of influencers and stuff say it's difficult now because it's quite saturated. And product, like I guess, you know, the product itself is very good for the price point. Like I will back that. Like I will look at other products, like how we price products. It's got nothing to do with sometimes margin. It's got something to do with me going around and going, this feels like 129.95 because these people are selling it for that and we don't go on sale. I don't actually ever look at the raw cost. That's so funny. And then is somebody sitting like your financial person yeah. going, oh my God, Elise, we cannot sell that for that amount but of money. But luckily, it just means we don't do it another run if yeah. we've really stuffed it up. We so, actually do, did the exact same thing when we launched. We were like, we didn't even, we didn't realize that you were supposed to like do it in a methodical way. Yeah, no. And we were I still like, don't do that now. Okay, we'll just like, Tanya, my co-founder, is like, go for your life and design whatever you want. Yeah. And like, try it because if it works then we can figure out how to make it, you know, for a better price. Yeah. Um, but, you know, don't stump the creativity mm-hmm. for like some formula that someone gave you. That's so interesting to know because so many mentors that we meet with that are like very traditional retail mm. are like, it is all about the margin. You need to use. We don't you have know, anyone is- doing, helping us or anything. That's why we kind of make up our own rules. And I think in this day and age, and because you, you're direct to consumer yeah. in the same way that we are, you don't have to worry about that as much. Like if we tried to sit down, like, so we're doing a collab with this um guy who has a jewelry brand called eight other reasons and he's oh my god we know him yeah charles is gorgeous is he still living in la or yeah he's in in la okay um and mainly because i stocked eight other reasons on tde when we were doing clothes so like the you know i've known him for ages oh he's come full circle yeah and he's killing it right this kill you need to do a podcast with him he's like just hilarious so so well like i'm just so like proud to be australian you know um and he does all like wholesaling and the way that he looks at stuff, I'm like, oh, nah, 
couldn't do this. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, that's so yeah. funny because we're that. That's why we're having these conversations because we have just started to wholesale, mm. and up until about six months ago, we were direct to consumer, and mm. then we like started talking to David Jones and other yeah. partners, and the, our mentors were like, "Hang on a sec. Yeah, like, you have we have to, to get everything in order about that. So yeah, we that. don't wholesale anything at TDE. Wow, yeah. at all. Everything that we have with a retail partner is either via like a leasing model yeah. or like a drop shipping, similar sort of thing. Um, in the roundhouse, however, maybe you can teach me some stuff about how to work out a wholesale margin because, um, um, you know, because they're be happy to of, send we'll you send a couple you our ready reckoner. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah. with TDE, if you are direct to consumer, is has online been your biggest platform? Yeah, so online is to date the biggest channel. That's so cool. Um, so, like 80% of the business. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, like, what, retail is a small, not a small part. It's obviously very meaningful. Um, but, the online business just sees, sees no end. That's amazing. That's you know? really cool. Is it majority Australia or it's really We're sort of expanded? getting to a nice split with the US, like 30% of the business is coming out of the US, which is really cool. That's great. Um, yeah, but there's so much more work to do there. I'd love to for it to be kind of the other way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, well, mainly it's great because it just means you have a great excuse to go to the US more, right? Yeah, exactly. No, yeah. I like it, like going there. Yeah. So... so we talked a lot about, um, not failures, I don't want to say failures, but like challenges of running mm-hmm. your own business, which I love because I think it's really important for people to hear that. But I feel like it's cool maybe if we then like end on a note about like what's the, what do you love the absolute most about kind of the fact that you got to create something that is yours and working for yourself every day? I have absolute freedom. Freedom to do whatever I want to do. So like, you know... Your boyfriend dumps you. I could go away for two weeks. No one cares. Like I could get to the office at 11 and people are like, where were you? Not because they are questioning people like out of interest. Where were you? Like if I don't, if I want to leave the office now, I'll just leave. You know, like uh, I'm getting my nails done. It's happening. You know, so it is just like doing whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever I feel like doing. Awesome. Well, we always wrap up with some quick fires. Cool. Quick fire. Okay. Kick it off with what is your favorite daily edited accessory? Oh, phone case. Because you can change it up, you know. Yeah, we saw how many phone cases you have. A lot. <laughs> um, your celebrity crush. Oh, my God. Zach Efron. No way! Yeah. I said that in our first episode podcast. Oh, really? I didn't Stop listen it. to it. Yeah, oh, I'm my really God. I mean, busted that you didn't listen to it. We just figured that out. But that is so weird. That's so funny. And I did, is he actually yours? What do you mean? Because I just blurted it out. And then afterwards, I wish I said Bradley Cooper. Oh, no, Zach Efron over it. Bradley Cooper, a little bit old, a little bit creepy. Oh, okay. Like, well, yeah. I, I feel like he's single. So maybe now that you're single, we'll Ooh, just like we'll try just, and get this in front of him. We just slide into his DMs of oh, yeah. his like 26 million followers. Be like, hey. Maybe, hey maybe send him some hey, TDE boy. swag. <laughs> maybe yeah. some swag will win him over. Yeah, totally. I actually saw him once at a party that I snuck into for Khan Film Festival. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I went up to him and I was like, oh my God, my sister's in love with you. And he was like, okay. <laughs> it was like a high school musical days. Like it Loved was a big that. deal. Yeah. Loved that. Yeah. You know, if I were to exit the office now, I'd be like, maybe I'll just put that on the Netflix. Yeah. It's yeah. so good. Oh my oh God. My God. What are you, weird. a mind reader? Your next question is. What do you watch on Netflix? Oh, like everything. People think I don't have time. I'm on the couch a lot. Or I, I like to watch something before I unwind. I like Riverdale. It's I love Riverdale. Dark, it, but I'm enjoying this it. This season yeah, is very different, but I yes. like it. 
Well, we just had a um, a video by Vanessa Morgan who plays Tony, oh. wishing us luck for our podcast. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. that. I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. That How was really that? cool. That oh was my God. so cool. And I love that you say you spend all this time on the couch watching Netflix because so do we. And I just feel like female entrepreneurs keep it real. Like yeah. men are like, no, let's work, 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 work. But we kind of get that work-life balance thing. Like I need to go home and watch Netflix for four hours after a really well, big day. I yeah. also think we work smarter than men. Like my boyfriend also runs his own company. And when I watch him, like... He just like works all night. And I'm like, it's because you went to the office and talked for five hours, isn't it? And he's like, yes. You know? Not as good as us. Yeah, I I do have a lot of time for TV. So weirdly, I do watch a lot of stuff. So you mentioned earlier that you like to give presents. Do you have... Yes, to give presents. Yes, to give presents. Do you have a favorite present that you like to give? Oh God, no. Because it's like different stuff for different people. Okay, you you pass the test. Yeah. It's about personalized gift giving, yeah. of like, course. What? There's no go-to gift. Oh, sorry, the sorry. go-to gift for everyone else, though, is the daily edited. I just can't gift the daily edited. True. That's something for everybody. There is, it is actually a like, really seriously. great gift. Yeah, totally. Like, there's nothing that's like, you know, it's so personalized. Name someone like, and then I'll be like, that's the gift for them from TDE. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah that's totally. Good. Yeah, my, I gave my best friend a tote bag when she started her first job. Mm-hmm. So thoughtful. Easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if with you like didn't want to spend that much, you could ZMD. do a notebook. Oh, yeah, true. You know? It was with a few friends, so oh, we yeah, could afford good. it. Yeah, great. Um, last question. What is your ideal Saturday night? Oh, you know what? I'm up and down. Sometimes I like to go to the club. <laughs> God, or whatever, and have like a really big night. I love that. Um, and other nights, it's like I guess my ultimate really is like a, a beautiful dinner at whatever new restaurant there is because I love eating and a side of fries, followed by the club. Okay, cool. And but it's the same group of people, so everyone stays. It's not like this whole like silent bombing and everyone leaves. Yeah, yeah. and you get there and everyone's had like five, six wines, and you're like, yeah. Oh, that's so fun. Great. I feel like we could hang out on a Saturday yeah, night. I'm really Sounds into ideal. that format of an evening. Yeah, that like, like a great evening. You need the dinner. Like, I don't want to just like pre-drink at someone's no, house or not something lame like that. Yeah. yeah. I feel like now we're getting into like your dating profile. Have you used Tinder? Have you been on Tinder ever, by the way, if you haven't been single in like 12 years? <laughs> I w- no, like kind of. Like I've obviously seen it and interacted with it. Yeah. I know, or Bumble. Is, Maybe you could get on Bumble. Dude, this is a whole new world. This is my My thing girls downstairs just want to do it for me. Yeah. And you know, along with like an update on like where we're at with online orders, they're going to give me three profiles to look at. That's what they keep Monday morning meetings. I love yeah. that because we've both been Everyone present a candidate. Yeah. Yeah. We've both been with our boyfriends for like seven years now, so we've never used any of these online dating oh, I'll let you know together in this next podcast. That okay, great. Do. Excellent. When I've turned a corner, then we can talk about all these things. <laughs> okay, excellent. Can't wait. So we hope you enjoyed today's episode. I love how casually Elise says in the roundhouse would be max a $5 million business. We were laughing afterwards that that's her idea of a small business. She is just exceptionally brilliant she is also super super generous she ended up giving us all of these amazing personalized goodies that we've been using on the daily edited (laughs) (laughs) so thanks for listening click subscribe tell your friends if you like what you heard and if you have anything to say to us leave us a comment next week we're very excited to be having the queen of pr on our show roxy jasenko she is pretty incredible and it was awesome to sit down with her so we know you're gonna love it see you then